guest today. Another one of my guests. Monica, I don't know when you're going to bring a guest on. I think I just have more friends. I'm all out. Yeah, I'm all out. I'm, I'll keep looking. Yeah. So we have Carl, who's from Australia. Hello, yes. A long way away. American podcast being shot in France. Two-thirds of it being shot in France with one guy from Australia. So we're very worldly. Oh, yeah. Worldly we're international. We're international on Staccato. Mm -hmm. So, yes, welcome on. We're thank happy to have you. No, thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. It's my pleasure. Seriously. I appreciate it. You know, that wasn't Leon's reaction. <laughs> so we have, we have this other friend that after Richard and Michael's episode came out, we were talking to him and he's like, but what do you do the podcast for? And I was like, just for fun. He's like, that's not contributing anything to the world. <laughs> he was just like <laughs> so savage with it. I'm, I'm very good. Wow, maybe we need to start like giving out sustainability secrets or like tips. We do give tips and advice. We do contribute something. Like we every do. once in a while, we'll give our opinion on something. I feel like that's valuable. Yeah, I think it's worthwhile, worthwhile endeavor. Although, like, Leon isn't the kind of guy that you need to try and convince him that a podcast is good. He's the kind of guy you can just go, okay, Leon, and nod your head. Exactly. Exactly. He'll be just happy with that. Yeah. So we've gotten your, I think, the, the third person from the friend group. And then I've had other friends that aren't in our friend group that we've recorded with thus far. Am I the best of the three? No, I'm just saying. Oh, or you're asking that. We'll it, see it, how the episode it, goes. It it's been about 15 well, seconds. Well, Richard was a surprise guest. So we that was a twofer. And I know he was very excited to... He was to very excited. He's like, it's on my bucket list. So, which is like, not like we're a fancy podcast or anything, but we... No, but I mean, like, every white guy needs to be on a podcast at least once. Oh, really? So this will be, yeah, this will be my, my podcast tip for sure. There you go. Are you actually going to repost it, though? Because neither of them reposted it. I'm not sure. It depends on how, how famous I'll get off of it. If, do I get royalties from the from the ad read? Or? We, don't, we don't get AdSense, <laughs> you know? know. No, you don't. They're implementing that because we'd like to make a little bit of money at least to like offset we have to pay a hundred dollars a year it's a slow build to start getting like squarespace onto the <laughs> onto the roster list of people who are, who are advertising for you you know exactly mm -hmm. exactly so carl what are you what are you studying you know tell people about yourself what are you studying why okay. are you in france we'll do the icebreaker <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm Carl. Hello everybody. Hi, Carl. Um, I I'm I'm in France because I study international relations back in Australia. And realistically, like I'm not a student here. I no. I, I barely go to classes. This is an extended holiday for me. Um I, I only study politics back home. I, I do cinema. That's the big thing that I do. He's and a movie maker. Yeah, movie filmmaker. Yeah, maker. yeah it's really <laughs> How many, how many screenplays? Like several. I've right? written several smaller ones and I have like 70 pages of a longer one that I've been writing on and off for, for like five years. It's it's stagnant as hell. But I mean, my gosh. yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But um, I'm back home, I study cinema. And the other reason I'm doing politics and realistically university at all is for the exchange. Oh, really? I didn't know that. No, no, no. So, like, when you went into university, you saw that, like, this was a part of it? This degree that I'm doing is a compulsory year exchange. Oh, so you were like, that, I want that. Yeah, if that wasn't there, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have picked it at all. I'd just be at some, like, two-bit two film school in Sydney making random Very interesting. Years, yeah. So why France for your study abroad? Why not anywhere else? 
I always liked the language and I liked some French cinema that I had seen back home. Mm. And I'd only spent like a limited time in, in Paris a few days. So I thought it was a new country that I could explore. I went to Europe in 2019 for, for three months. Was that the first time? That was the first time, yeah. And I spent um, like two weeks in Italy, two weeks in Spain, a lot of time in Belgium and a bunch of other places as well. And France was one of the um, things that I guess I wish I could have seen more of. Mm-hmm. Wish I, granted, yeah. right? Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. If, if yeah. I wasn't here, yeah, I would be in Italy, but France has been wonderful. And unlike acacia who has to go back home i'm here for another six months yeah he did the full year and unlike us where we would do fall then spring because australia's opposite seasons that means opposite and so their scholastic year is like january to december instead of like september to may yeah it just works better for my university this way but he gets a summer like in the middle because it's going to be a full year which we wouldn't get we would just get a winter break no no you just get the winter break but you still kind of hit summer twice like i'm kind of getting to the front end if you come early and leave late then you get like the beginning and the end of summer i feel like you have the best of both worlds because you get a january to december Although, so rude, I'm going to Australia in December, but because the French system, so it's not, you're going to blame the French system, I'm not going to blame oh, you. Oh, you can't blame <laughs> is stupid, and exams for first semester are after Christmas, so you have to oh, be studying and stressing about exams during Christmas, instead yeah. of getting it out of the way of Brent. So he thought he was going to be home for Christmas, which means I would have seen him. Because I'm going right after Christmas. But instead, he has to be stuck here studying. Yeah, ideally, I would have been picked up from my parents on the airport or at the airport on Christmas Day, driven out to the like, oh, no. lunch and then settled in. Tragic. But I, I, I'll be here like by myself with a tiny little Christmas tree in my, in my room in France for Christmas. No. I'll, fa- I'll FaceTime you from New Year's in yeah, Sydney. Yeah. Oh, God. Maybe I can get the, the, yeah, the That's six months time. away. Hopefully, we can change something by then. That's true. true. Like, yeah. find a friend group. I'm sure there's going to be other, some other people here, you know? Not sure, hopefully. Maybe they'll, make a, maybe they'll get adopted by a French family for Christmas. Make friends and get invited to a Christmas. Yeah, I could I could pass you off could. as some orphan boy who needs a friend. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not, like, some... no, but that's, like, a thing. Like, I'm sure if you, like, make a good French friend, then they'll, like, offer. Some Oliver Twist type stuff, like, begging for, oh, begging for Christmas begging. dinner. Not begging. We'll see how it <laughs> exactly and so you've already been here for six months and now you have six more months to go yeah i arrived in almost six months yeah five five we're going on six yeah i guess i guess suppose this is the sixth month yeah yeah since january okay yeah. And you live in the same apartment complex as Acacia? Like how do no, you guys no, I'm, I'm I'm just down the road. Like there yeah. there are three of them and I'm in the one with the best kitchen. But yes. my room is Oh, that's how you classify them. You yeah. like you like the gazelle layout better? Yeah, for sure. You you have like lino wood floors. My floors have like little squares that have yeah, been cut true. out of them. It's like old <laughs> ratty red. But it's newer. It's stuff. the newest. It's Good. the new so we've had people from all three apartment complexes now because michael and richard are in the other part so they're in the newest one carl's in the oh. second one and my building was built in the 60s, it was in the 60s. apparently it's been renovated but one of my professors was actually talking about how like background like like there were like the protests here and gazelles was like the hop in place like people set shit on fire like this is the place wow you have history 
apparently. <laughs> it's been renovated since then, I'm sure, but like it definitely feels the oldest. History filled with character. Yeah. I mean, you, you walk into the kitchens knowing that like some parties have been had here and you can have Oh, you can see the evidence. It. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the like the the bits chipping off in the wood by the by the stoves and everything. It's real. It's real attractive. Oh yeah, so, uh, oh yeah. And I'm sure you've added to that too in your time there. You've had your picture oh, already. Absolutely. Yeah. There's sharpie marks all over the kitchen now from people signing my flag because it bleeds oh. through. <laughs> so there's sure we tried to wash some of it off, but like mm. there's still some there. I think. Um, going back to the movie things, I wanted to ask you how many movies have you seen in the theater this? semester this semester you were there like every week yeah there was a time where um a few weeks where i was on holiday i didn't go but i was going quite a bit i've seen i think like 40-ish movies in not 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 all at the cinema but in the last five months or so at the cinema like streaming this is including streaming but like in the cinema cinema, probably 20 maybe less that's like one a week but like compared to last year i i watched um i watched a movie on average every two days i watched a hundred and like i'm sure it was cheaper but though in australia because like here the deal isn't better and i worked i worked at a cinema too so i was able to get free oh that makes sense yeah, like, like my, my one personality trait is movies. That's all I've got. I, you're coming I love it. This was a passion there. Because one of the first things that Carl told us was that he was a bartender. And I'm like, oh, fancy bartender. Come to find out he was the bartender at the movie theater. I have done bartending at other bars, though. Like little one off stints with people. Oh, one off. Yeah, it's not a permanent job. No, but I still know how to make plenty of cocktails yeah. and work a bar like a regular person. No, it's just funny because there's less clout with a movie theater. Oh, it's not like it's not like I was at a nightclub serving drunk. I'm gonna take it though. There's levels, and you're definitely above me. So that's a bartender. I'll take it. What's your level? Just started drinking within the past twelve months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll happily take any drinks, and I know how to make a rum and coke, and that's about it. Okay, nice. That's a good place to start, though. And I'd say I'm somewhere between you two because mm-hmm. I think I I can probably make a lot more things, but not fancy. Okay. Like I don't know the measurements. I can just like. I uh, you, you just know the ingredients, and you can kind exactly, of figure it out. exactly. Yeah. I mean, I was the same as you, Avantika. I, I, like, only started drinking about a year ago. Really? It just so happened that the the first job I had in Sydney was some level of bartending. Is your guys drinking at 15? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're cool down there. We don't need You're cool down there. We don't need We don't need one. But I, like was weird in high school i didn't like alcohol i didn't like the australian drinking culture or anything mm. it was only with like covid lockdown and kind of being by myself mm-hmm. like, yeah, so you and reese wouldn't have been friends in high school no because reese is a partner no, no, no. reese is the other australian in yeah. our friend group it's like two different versions of australia that have kind of like merged together by chance in france yeah yeah okay but both worlds i love it yeah, absolutely absolutely Nice. Okay, so tell me how you guys met. I know it's not through classes. No, it was the friend group. group. Yeah, I feel like the, our first real interaction was at a movie theater. It was. A we movie went. Watch Babylon. We went to go see Babylon, which I talked about in the podcast about how it's literally like a trip. Like I it's like, like being on. Of course, you liked it. No, but we sat next to each other, and I was just turning to you like every five minutes, being like, "What the actual fuck yeah. is going on?" Well, there was crazy shit going on that movie. Like the first two hours are amazing, the last hour was like, "What's kind of going on here?" You know, but there, yeah. there were a lot of like, "Oh shit" moments. 
where you can kind of just turn to whoever's next to you, even if you don't know them and go, oh my God. Yeah, it was, yeah. So we went and saw the movie, <laughs> we went to Barbier, and we ended up talking a lot at Barbier. Mm. And that was like our first like real interaction. No, I know I know where we met. We met at O'Shannon's on that first night um, that everyone met up. You were sitting with a couple of other Americans. Yes, yeah. Oh my God, yes. And we yeah. were talking, yeah, okay. But then the movie theater is when we like did... actually talked a lot, I yeah. think. Yeah, we talked for like maybe 10 minutes at O'Shannon's. And yeah, then that was, there was the, like the welcome the night. There was like a welcome night and that's where a lot of us met mm. besides the orientation. Yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh, I so remember. And I remember thinking, I was like, because Carl, like you hear how he talks, like he's like very like smooth talking. Oh, whatever, and there were people thinking, and he had this circle of girls around him, and I was like, oh, I see how this guy is. I was like, he's, I was like, he's a, he's a ladies man. I did not do anything. You don't was, have to do I was, anything. I was simply enjoying the company of the Latinos and the Italians. I don't know what to simply say. of the women of the Latino women and Italian women. <sighs> Mm, very interesting. It just, it just happens that way. You gotta make friends. You gotta make friends. You can't control it. It's in your blood. That's funny. I mean, look at him. You can't. He has his hair in a man bun, so it's not doing. Yeah. He's not giving the hair justice, but he has the. I say he looks like a conquistador because he has like the curly and he's parched. Oh. My my hair like fully like if I properly do it up. It has like ringlets that come down like this, and I can like stick my fingers through the corkscrews and everything. And my, my my mother's That's side so is, is derived from Portuguese heritage, so like, and I, I've got the beard now. I didn't yeah. used to have the beard. But, he um, shaved it once. We all gave him oh, absolute shit. He was traumatized. Yeah, no, it's never happened. Never again. <laughs> oh, I know people back home like because I only just started growing the beard before I moved to France, right before, and people mm-hmm. who see the beard now. From my from Australia, like I just pretend to not notice it. I just pretend that it's not there. But I shaved <laughs> once here, one time, and everyone thinks I'm I'm just a completely different. I mean, you look so different, disgusting little baby person. Oh my god, he does look like a baby. He does look like a baby, but I not like that. disgusting. Mm, oh yeah. my gosh, no, you yeah. just look completely different. It was very dramatic, and yeah. it will not be happening again. So I said my first impression of you. It was your first impression of me? Um, I'm not sure exactly. I suppose, like, you were just very nice and, like, you kind of just talked to me. Yeah. And, like, I walked by and you were just like, hello, you're Australian or something like that. I don't remember exactly what you said, but you were very eager to talk. And that's nice as someone mm-hmm. who doesn't do that. Yeah, because you're, even though you're in, like, I feel like you're more introverted, but no, you talk absolutely. to me. If someone talks to you, you'll talk no, to them. No, I'm fine. It's just, like, I have to get to the moment. Like, there's there's all the anxiety up until talking to someone, and then you talk, mm. and it's, Mm-hmm. Like you're very easy. I know to what you mean. Said hi, and then it goes yeah. from that very, very yeah. soon. That definitely fits Acacia's personality, where she'll say hi to anyone. She's very outgoing. I'm social. Mm-hmm. I'm gregarious, if you will. It helps that you speak what is it, ten languages? Mm-hmm. 15? I mean, that makes it that makes it a lot easier when you have one and a half, like I do. Like it's it, you know, you barely get around, but you can you can get in with those. Yeah, you'd think so. So what is your language background? Did you start learning before you came to France or after? I started before, but I grew up in proper regional Australia, like on the beach in a town with 5,000 people. And they didn't like offer any language courses at school or anything. There was one eighth grade um, French course, which is barely a real thing. the way that I would have um, done it in high school is if I wanted to do distance learning online to do French or some other language 
and but I didn't feel like doing it through a computer. So I started in university, mm-hmm. but it just so happened that the year mm-hmm. that I started was also the COVID year. So I was ending up studying online anyway. anyway yeah. So I was like, oh, wow, I could have done this two years ago <laughs> and got a head start. Now it's been like three, three, I suppose this is the fourth year of French. But in yeah. terms of actual units of study, it's um two and a half years now. Nice. We talked about he has the worst French in the group, but no, it's better now. No, I it's... do have the worst French in the group. It's not a joke when it's when it's the truth. Okay, but you're fine. <laughs> now you can communicate. I think the beginning of the semester it was like very like eh. But just, now you're like now you're you can have a conversation. Just depending on what we were talking about, you know, like talking about movies or myself, I could like get by most of the time, maybe yeah. at the beginning of the term. But mm-hmm. um it just yeah, you know, it's all about practice and everyone here speaks English so I spoke way more English than I did French yeah it's 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 frustrating if you're like trying to get an immersive experience Mm, exactly yeah you do have four months so there is time to keep your own you better be fluent when you get home oh yeah I said I said to my friends back home that I'm not coming if I don't come home know that I'm not fluent in French and I've dropped out of uni just to learn French more and I'll return successful you need to make all your friends next semester need to be French friends that's hard though just be like if you like talk to them and make an effort get a french buddy did you get a french buddy this semester i did but they didn't show up okay we'll get another french buddy get another one (laughs) and like keep going to like the school parties that are like with the french students Mm. and make friends yeah my my buddy never arrived it was like i I was going to barcelona the next morning and i had to leave early but the french people for the buddy night didn't arrive until an hour two hours afterwards and i knew her name it was um oh i've forgotten her now it was like it's like Florence Puyon or something like okay. that. And, or no, Roseanne Puyon. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to meet a French girl called Roseanne. She's going to show me around. Next, but she just never, just never appeared. If you do, I feel like the sports team is where we all got our French friends from. I suppose. But I mean, the only sport I would do would be football or soccer. And um, I've heard that's a bit cold in that one. Like the personalities, like socially, yeah. socially cool. So, yeah, because I feel like they're competitive at that. Why not like volleyball? I mean, you do not want to watch me play volleyball. I mean, I, 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 I would not be on the team in any capacity. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Choir and I were choir. Oh, and I were in the choir. That was so. We that was <laughs> a lot of our time spent. Why yeah. scrunch, scrunching your nose? It was because, a good time. No, it was a good time. I just remember that that the, the concert at the end, and it was. Yeah, no, I messed up with my solo the first time, but then we we did it again and I did it very well. Yes, you did. Thank yes, you. you. Did. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, Carl contributed a beautiful tenor voice. Is that what my voice mm-hmm. is? I think you're a tenor. A beautiful tenor voice. But he actually, you know, we say the band kids always find each other. This one played trumpet and then say your say your flex piece that you always oh, say. Okay. All right. So like I reckon I could have been a professional musician by now if I had kept playing. Um, okay. when, I was, when I was 13, I um, traveled with an orchestra to Japan and played concerts with other Japanese orchestras in Japan. For three wow. Years. Yeah. Like, I've Massive been, flex. I've been That's from awesome. Newcastle, um, which was run by the father of my of my primary school band teacher asked me to join them and I was like okay that's oh. good. and it was amazing so where'd you start um because like the the band culture in Australian high schools isn't super 
positive, I suppose. Like mm -hmm. the stereotype? Oh, of, like, necessarily the stereotype, but um, like there weren't any, there wasn't anybody really engaged in it. And there mm -hmm. was a small band which kind of fell apart that I was sort of oh, okay. the key person in that was run by one of the teachers, but people just didn't show up. You marching band? No. Okay, so that's like not a strictly really. American thing. Yeah, maybe in university a little bit, but like, no, not at all. So I haven't played in um in like a decade. But when I go back to Australia next year, I'm going to take jazz trumpet lessons and Play. regain my lips. That's the goal. Hundred percent, love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. Like you said, band kids always do fine. Band kids in one capacity or another. We do. Yeah. You can take the kid out of the band, but you can't take the band out of the kid. Exactly. It's very <laughs> true. No matter how long you stopped playing for. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Choir was fun, though. Like, I think, and I think we both did it for the same reason, just to, like, have some sort of music. No, of Be course. able to do some sort of music. And it was, it was just fun times. Yeah, like, once yeah. a week for an hour, like, not, no stress. No, yeah, exactly. And I love, I love to sing back home, and um, yeah. it was kind of, like, really nice gospel blues music, and um, yeah. that was fun. We even sang an Australian nursery rhyme, a Cabrera, which actually... Oh, I don't think so he liked funny. that one. Oh, oh Monica, do you, do you know Kookaburra? Because I got, like, I had a yeah. book when I was little. I, like, I vividly remember I had a book of nursery rhymes, and it had, like, the buttons down the side that you could play it, and it would then you'd have the lyrics to sing along. And Cookaburra was one of the songs. So it was, it's even an American. It's international. Book. It's international. It is. I actually didn't know that was Australian. Like, now that yeah, you say it. Australian bird. Mm -hmm. yeah but I, that sounds very familiar that was one of my favorite songs we sang though like i sang that one in the shower oh god no, that was your, so bad. That was, your favorite the oh i loved it um, yeah i love i love I loved, I loved the, the religious round uh <laughs> gospel we had like a three a three-part song yeah yeah and there was a part like i want to sing i want to dance and it like ends with a hallelujah it just, <laughs> just gets me right in the Gets your you know, it feels good. And unfortunately, during the concert, that's the bit that we that we messed up. Did we fuck that up? Yeah, oh, no. It was it was my moment to to get the best feels of the choir, and we had three groups in a round, and it was a point where um like our group got confused or something. Oh. And I was the only one to sing out of the four of us when everyone else was still singing and we were supposed to be singing i was like come on guys we gotta keep going let's pick it up and by the time we got it together it was like over and done we'll spend the whole week. again didn't you do that in the reprise and encore uh, maybe but it, by that time my sack was my next it was too late yeah the mood was gone we had an audience of like 30 people and they were like Ooh. <laughs> but that was like the worst like i think it everything was else... the worst i agree <laughs> everything else went went better i think oh yeah yeah everything was fine we we nailed we nailed tears in heaven which was like the big that was the heart and that was hard yeah. that was hard it was more dynamic yeah it was choir was a fun time it was fun it was a fun time what so was it, it like practices every week and then just one performance at the end or yeah, performances yeah. throughout no, just the one okay. to get. And we called it like an open rehearsal. Like it was like we stood on the steps in like the foyer of the university and sang. So it was just like it was supposed to be like people walking by, but of course like a crowd formed, whatever. And yeah. Yeah, I was expecting maybe two people to be there, but I was like, oh, our friend group is going to come. Our whole friend group is going to come. Mm. 
Yeah. And we've other we've asked people, we asked Michael and Richard, what has been your favorite memory so far in France? Oh, in France? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a few of them. Like, I, I think I've hung out more with individual people and smaller groups than I have the big group. But on yeah. the, the time where, unfortunately, except yourself, like, our entire group went to one of the Colonks yeah. at, um, at La Ciotat. I had such fun. Yeah, it was it was the first day that we we all swam after the winter had kind of ended and the water was still icy freezing. But um, it was nice to go there with with ten or so people and lay on the beach in the sun and then go for swimming. I was still in Corsica, and when we had our end of we had like our last mm, dinner all together last week. Everyone said that was like their favorite memory. And I was oh, like, yeah, of course, the memory I'm not a part of is everyone. No, that's so unfortunate. It was, poor timing. It was, it was timing. you know, that's just yeah. how it happened. But what can you do? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That sounds like a good time. Hmm. What about you, Acacia? Did you answer that one? I don't know if you did. Oh, I don't know. It's, I, I think for the group one, I said it was Richard's birthday because that was like our first hangout as a group. And that ended up being really fun. That's when I like bonded with Kimmy and Zoe because I was sitting at the end of the table with them. Favorite? Oh, it's so hard. There's like oh, I know. six months is too long. Yeah. I know I asked you the same thing. She said to run in Costa Rica last spring. Yeah. So we had like these same conversations. My favorite memory from the whole semester Honestly, like, nights out, like, nights out were just, like, fun, even though it was, like, shitty, it was fun at the same time. Gross bars and all that. Yeah. I think our dinners, like, we went for Charlie's, or then we went to that other place that was in Plus the something that, like, we, it's the long one with the parking garage underneath. Yeah, Plus de Cadeau, that one, that night was fun. Yeah, Richard's birthday. Yeah. So many, so many good memories. I've loved like my day trips and stuff. I'm trying to think about stuff in X because I spend as much time out of X as I did. No, yeah, you've done a lot more traveling than, than most of the group. Yeah, everyone jokes they're like, get like Acacia, you're like never even here, which is like true, but that was by design. That was by design for sure. Yeah, for sure. You saw it all. Yeah. I don't know. I had my like w- last walk through town today. It won't be my last because I'm going to like brunch and lunch on Tuesday but mm-hmm. my, one of my last walks and I went to the market today and I was like holding back tears I was like, so loud, yeah. yeah I got my just groceries to get me through the week today but it was it was sad to sad to think about no yeah I think those are the sort of the best times at least for me with the next just going to a park and sitting and reading for a bit and at least uh, it's sort of the same in America like we don't really have Towns like this so much, you know. Yeah, America is very we, different, and Australia is very different. Yeah. This is kind of unique to this area exactly. of the world. It's nice to just walk through and be like, oh yeah, that's right, I am in southern France. That's yeah. That's like, like, like think about this, like it's like I have to pinch myself. I have to be like, I'm like actually mm-hmm. in France. Like mm-hmm. wow, mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. we well, did best moment. You can always give us the worst moment, or if you could redo moment. the moment. Or not even worse, like if you could go back and redo something, do something differently, what would it be? Worst moment. 
I mean, at the beginning of the semester, there was just, like, one, there was just, like, well, there had been some, like, failed nights out that just, like, weren't that good. There was one time where a guy, like, stole my phone almost and, like, ran away with it. I'd, like, chase him. That That was, that was, like, January. That wasn't, that wasn't cute. That wasn't cute. That wasn't fun. I mean, like, I don't know. My life's been pretty good for the last six months. I don't know. There's, there aren't a lot of worst moments. Yeah. Probably I, I should have been more. Okay, been... I'll alter the question then. If you could go back and do something again, like to experience the memory for the second um, time, what would it be? The Cologne trip plus me. The Cologne trip plus Oh, there we go. Add a yeah. memory just with a little change. Exactly. Um, I think the best time that I've had... Uh, was the trip? No, I, I went to I went to Jordan and London oh, yeah. just like a month ago with the Australian mate okay. we talked about before, and that was just the best thing ever. Like I didn't think I'd be. The, you know the going to Jordan. the Prince of Jordan got married today. Oh, good for him! Yeah, good for him. They the <laughs> William and Kate went to the wedding and posted about it, like on Instagram, yeah, and so that's how I that's knew. We My yeah. goodness! Yeah. yeah. Did you know the other Australian guy before you came here? You guys met in France. We met here. Do you guys go to the same uni? No, he lives in Melbourne and I live in Sydney. But we kind of, when we did a thing, we're on the intro day. Uh, Like we all, all the nationalities stood up one at a time. And like there were three Australians. One of them I knew from my uni who I had a couple of classes with who was a, a girl. And then Reese is the dude. And we kind of like stood up, turned around and looked at each other and did like a, there we go. Yeah, like, okay, <laughs> you're the guy. Oh. Yeah, after the yeah. class. It was like they, they were calling all the nationalities and it was like one or two people and they call Americans and like 15 of us stand up. Yeah. Which like, in a group of 70, that's a lot because there's it was only 70 of us. Oh standing, yeah, it's a fair so. percentage. But yeah. I mean, like for there to be three Australians is like a good amount. But that, there were a bunch from, from the previous semester too. That too, yeah. We yeah. kind of just clocked each other and then went from there. Yeah. And we went super What cool. other nationalities were there? Well, I literally ever like all of yeah. Europe, like any country yeah. in Europe, and then Canadian with Canadians, Mexicans, South America. Right. Okay. Probably, probably everywhere. Yeah. yeah. No Asians though. No, there was one Japanese girl. One Japanese. Girl. One Japanese girl, and um, like lots of Scandinavians. No real Arabic populations um. or anything, but in terms of like Europe and the Americas. Mm-hmm. It was very, very full. Yeah. That's it, pretty diverse. Area. It was nice, yeah. I mean, like, within our group alone, we had, like, eight nationalities or something like that. Yeah, no, yeah. Our, yeah. like, our friend group was very... I think we, we, we got lucky with the, with the diversity, but Definitely. still being um, similar enough to connect and, and speak the same language and everything. Yeah. Nice. And we expanded the group over time, too. Like, there were people that kind of got joined in later. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good time. Anyway, wrapping up, song of the week, Carl. If you've been listening to any music lately, what have you been listening oh, to? Oh, song of the week. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it. Um, Quick side question: How do you feel about soundtracks? Like, as a film person, like, do you enjoy them or they're just neutral? No, I I love them. I think um, if I had to get rid of um, either music or movies. I would get rid of movies. Really? Yeah, which That's is a bit interesting. Take. But without um, 
But, like, there's music in movies. No, but I think, like, there's natural noise, but without music, movies become something lesser. And what I love about cinema is yeah. that it's the art form that combines every other art form, and that's why I think it's the best one. But um, what I have been listening to recently is the, um, the cover that Prince, the lead singer from ELO, Tom Petty, and someone else. It's not on it's not on here. It's the cover of While My Guitar Gently Weeps that they did at the 2004 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony to celebrate George Harrison after he recently passed. That is so Remember? specific. And specific. if you yeah, look up 2004 it's Rock and Roll be, Hall of Fame While My Guitar I'm Gently putting Weeps. it on, on the playlist. And it is just has one of the best guitar solos ever. Prince stands to the side, does nothing for like the first four minutes, is just playing along, and then all of a sudden he kind of walks in and you see the smiles from every other member of the band, especially George Harrison's son, Dami. He like looks over, he's like, oh shit, Prince is about to come in. And he's standing there with his red hat and he just like shreds it completely and the song goes on. And it really builds and builds. And at the end, he kind of throws the guitar up in the air and just walks off the stage. It was all theatrical. Yeah, absolutely. But wow. The it was virtuosity, yeah, the virtuosity is incredible. And I saw a thing, it's probably just a rumor and not true, but an interviewer once asked Eric Clapton, like, what's it like to be the, the, the greatest guitarist in the world? And he said, I don't know, go ask Prince. And you can wow. In that performance, exactly why that could have been true. I'm sure that that quote is not true, but it's yeah. nice to think that it might be. Quickly before it times out, mine is the I've been enjoying the Bridgerton Queen Charlotte soundtrack with the mm-hmm. Vitamin String Quartet. So it's the covers of pop music, but with like a I can do it. Okay, so token good. I love it. So speaking of soundtracks, I just recently got into How to Train Your Dragon for like the second time. I used to listen to it and now I'm listening to it again. And then also the new Spider-Man movie just came out. And so I've listened to a couple songs. Is it live action or is it a, it's another like Spider-Man? It's, it's another Spider-Verse movie. Spider-verse, it's completely yeah. animated and um, it's currently like yeah. the highest rated movie on Letterboxd. So okay. 4.7. Never said that for the first one too. I personally didn't enjoy it. I'm like, I feel like I like Disney movies and like animated movies, but like in that style, I just really didn't, it didn't do anything for me. I, I think it's a great movie. Sometimes the animation is a little too hard on my eyes, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm certain that it's like really great. It's rated very, very highly and I'll go watch the, the new ones, I think. Are you a hard critic? Yeah, I'm looking for you like because you have a broad taste. You like a lot of stuff. Me? Yeah. Um... I think I'm, I don't know, I could probably be called a contrarian sometimes. Like, everyone likes the new Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't like it. Um, when did that come out? It came out just like two recently. I feel like yeah. I'm so behind on movies because I haven't gone and seen anything except Babylon. Mm, I don't know. I, th- I think it depends on the film, realistically. Like, I try to be critical, but some things, I think it's okay to like stuff that isn't good, but... um you have to recognize that it's not good and be okay with liking it anyway. Yeah, like, don't, don't succumb to peer pressure. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a difference between something being good and you liking it. And I think as long as you, you can say, like, oh, this isn't good, but I like it, or if you... Yeah, if you you're self-aware with it. it. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd, be yeah. The only, that'd be the only criticism tip that I have, I suppose. Like, it's okay to rate 
bad movies very highly, but you have to understand why. And there's something yeah. to write. Like that's that's an important thing. Definitely. Okay, well, Carl, thank you for being on the podcast. No, it's been a pleasure. Again, thank you for having me on. Of course. He was actually enthusiastic. When I asked him if he wanted to be on the podcast, he's like, absolutely. I know very well, much. he did say every white man needs to be on a podcast. Yeah, so this was like, the this time is, to shine. This is properly on the bucket list, and I'm as white as they come. So I mean like this is <laughs> this was a shoe-in. Absolutely. I appreciate to talk everyone else into it. Richard was not even supposed to be on the podcast and he was ten times as excited as Michael, who I had to talk into being on the uh, podcast. That's just Michael. And Michael is a white man, so I don't see what the problem there is. I he know get the memo. betraying his race, honestly. Disappointed. I guess so. Disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We had a good time. Thank you as well. So did I. Thank you. Well, I will see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Staccato. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us some stars and a review telling us what you think.